Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Smoke here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Chad Mason. He's the founder and CEO of Advanced Ionics. Chad, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. Thanks, Alex. Glad to be here. So to get us started, why don't you first provide a quick overview of your company's background, technology, and market just for our listeners to have a good understanding of what your business is all about? Yeah, so... um... People may or may not know that hydrogen is used in a vast majority of things that we see and work with today. So everything from the food we eat to the plastics that we touch, um, it's even possible to be used in the the metals um, and glass um, that we see in our windows. Um, So it's a very important product um, and commodity, and it must be decarbonized um, in order to have a fully sustainable planet. Um, So... At Advanced Ionics, we're here to decarbonize uh, hydrogen production specifically for industrial purposes. Um, And we do that with devices called electrolyzers. And we're basically bringing a new class of electrolyzers to market that's been built from the ground up here with with our team. And uh, I myself uh, started the company a few years ago. And uh, uh, basically we raised uh, funding from uh, venture capital and angel groups. And then we grew the team and uh, we're at about 15 people now, and we're going to keep growing in the in the coming years here. All right. Excellent. Glad to hear it. Well, I'll be interested in a little more on the forward-looking outlook for your company, but first, I want to touch on the recent federal award that was announced for your business. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about um, you know the amount of that award, what it'll be used for, and kind of how that ties into the company's path forward? Yeah, yeah. So we recently were awarded an RPE grant uh, from the RPE agency, which is part of uh, the Department of Energy. And um, basically, that's a two-year award, which we'll be using to accelerate our work, um, mainly related to durability of the systems. And so anytime you bring a new technology to market, uh, customers want to know, is this reliable? Is this durable? So this effort will really accelerate that process, allow us to hire some some extra people and, and really hit the gas. <laughs> All right. Excellent. So what does that path forward look like? Let's say the next few years, where do you see your company going with this, this extra boost from the federal funding and your other efforts? Yeah, so we have... Um, a plan and we'll be making some more announcements here in in the coming weeks and months. Um, So anyone who keeps an eye on our website, will see a nice (laughs) trickle of um, exciting things from us, but we'll be deploying some demonstrations starting next year um, in various locations and working with a few exciting partners on that. And then those early demonstrations will then step up to larger demonstrations in 24. Um, and then we'll be beginning pre-commercial orders uh, after that. And so really there's this process where at each size you step up, you need to prove that it works reliably. It's a durable system. It meets the customer requirements. Um, and as we go through those, those type of stage gates, um, you know, then we start to look at the coming years and then what does full commercialization look like and you know, 
you know, mass deployment into the market in the latter half of the decade. Okay. You mentioned partners earlier. Can you talk about a little more about the, the market and the companies you work with? What about your, your customers? Yeah, great question. So we're here, you know, as I discussed at the beginning, we're here to help heavy industry decarbonize. And so all of the companies, you know, well, you know, the main two that use hydrogen right now are ammonia and petrochemicals. And then the green steel market is something that is nascent, but is going to be a very large growing market also. So the, those are the three primary ones we're targeting. So you can imagine all of the companies in these spaces, large ammonia companies, small ammonia companies, petrochemical, traditional energy companies, um, steel, and then also utilities, um, which are looking to provide renewable or clean electricity to produce that hydrogen for these industrial customers. So we work with all of them and um, we have great relationships that we've already um, have been cultivating with a variety of companies, both here in the U.S. and also overseas. Sure thing. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And um, I'd also like to ask you a question that I pose a lot of my guests for our listeners who are likely a lot of them maybe not be familiar with your particular industry. What kind of interesting or emerging trends are you keeping an eye on with your business that our audience maybe should be aware of anything that's changing or that you think is particularly exciting or interesting? Yeah, well, you know, so our industry in hydrogen, it's gone through a few hype cycles. And I think, you know, what people read in the news is often not really reflective of, of what's happening or what the needs are. And so in about, I'd say late 2019, I noticed that there was a resurgence of interest in hydrogen again. And part of that was because um, there wasn't enough attention being paid to industrial decarbonization, which is about 30 some percent of all emissions worldwide. So when we look at what's happened with electric vehicles um, in the transportation space, uh, you know, there's been amazing progress there. We look at what's happening in the building, uh, heating and cooling market with, with heat pumps. Um, and, and so we really, we have a pretty good understanding of what the technologies are and we're ready, we're really in the, the deployment phase for transportation and buildings, but not enough has been done for hard to abate industry. So heavy, heavy industry, you know, things that we use to produce all of the products that we use in daily life. Um, and so hydrogen is needed in the vast majority of these processes. So, so there was a lot of interest um, that started to really kind of come back to the top in, in around 2020, and that, that's gone through 21 and now into 22. And it's also important because a lot of energy companies are really looking at how do they transform their business models to be relevant in a decarbonized world. And for some that's easier and for some that's more challenging. And we're here to help both types uh, with our solution. Um, but yeah, it's a big trend. There's a lot of discussion about it. There's a lot of discussion on geopolitics too. When we, when we look at where are renewable energy resources and how do we ship those to countries without them? And so there's a, there's a lot of uh, changing dynamics right now and it's quite fun, but, uh, it, it requires a lot of attention <laughs> paid to, to all the changes. Sure. Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate you filling me in.
It's been a really informative discussion here, Chad. Thanks so much for coming on the Wisp Business Podcast. Yeah, anytime. Much appreciated. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.